0: Is the Schaefer Baseball Report an inside look at America's pastime from Little League all the way to the big leagues? Now, here's your host, former major league infielder Jeff Schaefer. Survive
1: 2021.
0: 2021
1: Schaefer Baseball Report Ray Torres, Andrew Bad One Tools Ike, who has proved to have very, quite more tools than just one. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> what are the, my other tools? Yeah, you know, sure. well, the other tools, he, 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 he met this wonderful girl, Danielle. Oh boy. And she made me this great big carrot cake, so he gets kudos for that. Hey, yeah, and she really—I—I—I I, I, I think she made it for me. She had yeah. to share with others before it got here. Well,
2: she ate the other pieces and then she gave it to you. She's dude, like, I, I was, can't finish it. Just give it the shape. Oh, <laughs> it's, this cake is like—it's like <laughs> big, 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 dude, cake. and its we will send cake. you home with some. Yeah, we will Oh, we'll let's go. go. Yeah, we we'll get done. So Absolutely. we were out.
1: So Queen started. Queen's University. I've seen that on Twitter. First practice yesterday. Very cool. You know. The vibe is really good. Yeah. Ross is good. Eddie Hull, I mean the whole staff, Al Dasman, they're all out there. You know, and it just it just jumped. Yeah, I and mean, everything set up, it was, everything up, everything it was prepared and there yep. was a lot there was a lot of parts nice. moving and um, you know, it was it was exciting it was exciting to see. And it's gonna be you could see the energy in the kids. Of course. You know, they better have energy. Won, yeah, they haven't played baseball in a yeah, long no, you know. And it was it was fun to watch. It, so Andrew and I, you know, Andrew, when we built the offices up top, Sue has an office. I have an office. Yeah. And then originally we were going to have Andrew down in the corner office, and then Morris came and yeah. uh, took that office. So Andrew said, "I'm fine sitting in the press box. Yeah. That would be a good office for him, right?" Yeah. Well, he's never sits in the press box. He sits on the couch, and he, you know, he's you know, he's either <laughs> on Sue's couch or he's sitting on my couch, and you know. And I'm like Andrew, I thought that was going to be your office. Doesn't go in the office. First day that they're on the field playing baseball. Guess where his office is? In the is. press box. In the press box. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, but I'm in there, so I, I sneak out of my office, because now we're going to become probably the least two productive people in, oh, in the history of the game. Poor Sue. That got to rain today, you know. I mean, <laughs> we'd, we'd have to podcast yeah, in the, I, in the yeah, dugout. We'd, we'd be up there watching, you know, what's going on. Um, so I went, I went in there, and, and I remember Danielle made this cake, and I was like, oh, good gosh, you know. So oh. I'm sitting there watching baseball, eating cake, eating cake. You know, it was great. It was, you know, it was it was phenomenal. That's it. So I want to introduce our fourth host. So it's Andrew, Ray, myself, and, and the Babe, the, and the Bambino, the Bambino. Yep. So this is this is that's legit. It's a, it's a statue, man. That's so nice. we have tra- heavy. It's very heavy. Andrew and I went up to Troutman to move it. That's that was. I was freaking out.
2: Yes, he was. I oh was
1: I was in total freak mode because what we paid for it, I didn't, you know. Yeah, I'm like we got this in the back. We got with the lower half in the back of the truck. which... Oh my know. god! And then we got we got the upper half his torso and everything strapped into the back seat like a passenger. Oh wow! You know, and then the arm comes off. Um, what did you? What did? Uh, so so it? it's interesting. We've been we've been tracking this for a long time. The way that we tracked it was one of the guys that played for us in the past, Lucas LaSalle. His mom is in, and his dad they have an antique yeah. place. And it's like a it's it's like an antique mall, I guess. And um, her name is Terry. And Terry texted me and said this woman has this Babe Ruth statue that she's trying to sell. And I said, Oh, cool. So, you know, send me pictures. So we you know we got information on it, and the price was just it was it was out of there. I yeah. mean, we we couldn't do it at the time, and um, but we wanted it. Yeah. You know, we definitely wanted it. We just <laughs> could. We just we just couldn't do it. So. Then we came back, what, Andrew, a couple of years later, a couple mm-hmm. years ago, and we we're just said, hey. We were thinking about doing it for the gala. Yeah, we think, were yeah. thinking about bringing it in and, leasing, <clears throat> and selling it at the gala. Okay. And um, it didn't, it still was kind of, we could do it, but it still wasn't like we were better off buying a machine, a pitching machine. Mm-hmm. Or oh, something else yeah, instead something, of yeah. going ahead and buying a statue yeah, Babe Ruth. <laughs> but, you know, this thing has been in, in my mind. So a couple of weeks ago, um, we're having a conversation upstairs, and it comes up, and I said, you know, I'm going to text, um this lady, uh, Terry LaSalle, and see if you know that statue is still around. So she, again, she reconnected me with this woman that had bought the statue at auction a while back, yeah. years ago, with her husband. I mean, I think they, nineteen ninety-three, this thing was built. Ninety-three. yep. So you know, they probably bought it somewhere you know back then, and, and it was you know it was close to twenty thousand dollars you know when they when, they, wow. when they bought it, and uh, so she so she forwarded me the number, and I reached out to this woman that had the statue. Um, and I said, you know, do you still have the statue or whatever And she said? Well, I do but it's up at Randy's barbecue in Troutman and I'm thinking oh, what the hell is the statue doing in a barbecue place, you know, <laughs> and I said is it you know It's for she says yeah, we're still selling it um, but a friend of ours has cancer and we want to You know give her the money for the statue. Oh, that's nice, so we went online or Andrew went online <laughs> researched it and we saw there's only like five of these in the, in the world. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Researched it online and uh, saw the price that the last one sold for. So I called it because I, I didn't, we didn't have any information. I was gonna, you know, I know what it wa- was and you yeah. have to offer that much. And, and uh, so we got, the, we got the, f- the price that it sold for and she told me it was for the person for cancer. So I called and I said, this is what the last one sold for. We want to give you X more dollars above that to give to, yeah. to help her, to help the person. So um, extremely grateful that we wanted to do that. And hey, now he's here. Well, yeah, him getting here was, <laughs> so we went up there, we went up to the, the barbecue place, great barbecue place, it by the way, really it fun. was outstanding. Randy's in Troutman. If you're up there, you gotta go out, <laughs> you have to go have this barbecue. And he was a nice dude, Yeah, but off the, so it wasn't inside the barbecue place. Yeah, He's got like this little museum hmm. right next door. And he's got blues, uh, the Blues Brothers statues. He's got uh, I don't know, like Batman or something. Slot machines. Some slot machines. Yeah. He's, he collects all these old, these old things like that. And, that's pretty uh, cool. So it was very cool to see that in there. It wasn't yeah. like in a barbecue place, like you know, he just got put in a corner somewhere and and you know it was a purpose, the purpose for him to looks be good. A, looks really looks, really good. I mean, oh it's, my god, it, it's listen the veins on his hands. And, I mean you that's know,
0: that's. Uh, um,
1: you can see he's traveled around a little bit. Yeah, There's A couple he, dings in there. Yeah, but, and, his, yeah, and his cleats, being that to, old, his man, cleats need to be polished right That was the, the old
0: time game, I think. Yeah,
1: so, I mean, but how about if we showed up one day in those uniforms? Those are like those are like wool uniforms. Could you imagine playing in the summer in, in the South damn wool? Oh, my God. I mean, it's and it was heavy. And they didn't wear undershirts, you know. They were men, man. They were men, menly <laughs> men. <laughs> right? They just, you know, strap on the uniform and go. They probably never washed them because they didn't have, you know. And swing in 48 ounce bats. No kidding. So i said I was talking to uh, one, uh, one of the players out at, uh, with Queens just, and I said, cause they helped us move it in. When we got, when Andrew and I got into the <laughs> truck, but we did not want to carry no. it. No. We had, we had the Queens players out here practicing and bring it in. And then we got it all set up and everybody's taking pictures around. That's it. That's cool. And I said, listen, you guys go into a slump because you're going to come in here, and we're going to put a couch in front of the babe, and you're going to sit here, and that's it. Talk to the babe. You're going to talk to the babe, and he's going to fix you. He's going to be like, yeah. hey, the bo- babe told me to drop my hands. <laughs> that's it.
2: The babe, babe gave him some. So now
1: he's, uh, he got a headset. He's got a headset. It's he's got body armor. He's drinking body armor. Hey, right, There you go. You know, so he's, is he's, it
2: just body armor inside of those?
1: We don't know. We don't, we don't know. know. <laughs> now that leads to the next point, right, Andrew? Yep. So this table is going to be gone next week, we hope. Okay. We're going to hire uh, a new system. Uh, That we hope was going to allow for call-ins and some other things. So we've we've upgraded once. We're going to upgrade again, Mm -hmm. and um, we'll be able to have you know call-ins. We'll be able to have more headsets, you know, so we can bring more guests in if we want. We got to have somebody screen those calls because
0: you know what? There's there's some people that want to talk to you. Uh oh. (laughs)
3: Uh
1: oh. Uh -oh. I'm not supposed to be found. I'm in the (laughs) witness protection program. By that he means your wife. Yeah, oh, is, yeah, yeah. no, because she doesn't want to talk to me anymore. <laughs> yeah. So that's a lie. You know, she's like, "Are you leaving yet?" You know, you get I clean your office today because I have to work from home. So let's, you know, move that's on. Cool. Oh, yeah, cool. by
2: next week we'll have bar. It's like an L-shaped bar. We'll yep. have underlining. We want to get a nice shape for baseball report sign, kind of. Yeah, for we're talking it. about getting a neon.
1: Oh, nice. Sign in here. Nice. Yeah, this is this is coming together. It's uh, came a long way know. from the office to a pool table. Yeah. To 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 this room yeah to you know, this room so the lights will get set up. i mean andrew's got the whole thing in his head laid out and but the bar is going to be very cool because mm-hmm. we picked we picked out a design online okay and we have some people making it. it's going to be custom made that's awesome so we'll be sitting around a bar with our microphones there you go doing the Schaefer baseball there report instead of just sitting here um you know on this plastic table Hey, what, we make it work no it's worked it's been great you yeah. know and we'll fly our usa flag somewhere else i guess and but it's 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 the progression of this whole thing. We had almost 1,300 listeners or views.
2: Oh, more than that last week.
1: Well, views, but I mean people that, you know, were engaged. actually engaged. Because yeah, yeah. they're like, these two guys are just talking, like, like they what what are they what are they talking about? We don't even know what we, we are talking to. about. <laughs> like we're just making stuff
2: yeah, up. Yeah, we're just making stuff <laughs> up. Yeah, <laughs> 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 well, I was upstairs, and Shane's like, "Hey, you got anything for the podcast today?" I'm like, "No, it's just spitball. Yeah, yeah,
1: like we always do. You yeah, know, we do. We, f- we walk in and we go. You That's try cool. to
0: you try to change it up though. You wanted to come in here and write stuff down. Like
2: what? It's 2021. Yeah. We try to be organized, and someday. his ADD won't allow him to, uh, to <laughs> no. be structured. Like, that. His oh, ADD
1: is so funny, man. I woke. I don't know what I woke up saying this morning. My wife was like, "Do you like squirrels like live in your head at night too? Like you wake up with squirrels in your head?" Yeah. So what's that song? This girl is on fire. You know that song? I don't know what it is. Uh, So I I changed it. My soul is on fire. I'm singing that all morning to piss her off. (laughs) My soul is on fire. She's like, shut up. Get out of here. Don't don't you got work to do? No, because the alarm goes off. and I'm like, hey, babe. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, get away. Get away, dude. You're not not in. Yeah. Um, So the babe... Welcome, Welcome to the, the po- team, babe. The, bo- the podcast room, you know, the body armor, mm-hmm. always. Always. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, uh,
2: what do we got, Andrew? What'd you you know, what were we talking about today? Um, well, we got one comment saying if you were as old as babe, you'd, you'd have some dings, too. I, I roomed with babe. And now I have
1: arthritis <laughs> in my knees. That's how old I am. <laughs> yeah, we roomed my first year. I was a rookie. He took me in. <laughs> he took you in. and yeah, showed he you the me in showed me how to eat hot dogs and drink beer. <laughs> and that that's works. it. Yeah. That looks- no, but we had
2: we had Queens out here yesterday. That was that was huge. first
1: day of the practice in, you know, with since COVID and everything. It was it was exciting ba- to see. Baseball's here. I mean,
0: listen, the Juco's are starting up next week. Uh yeah. yeah, they I mean they start first game like the 22nd or 17th or the 22nd. So Juco's is going to start up. We got division, I mean, you know, NCAA starting up right after that. So baseball season is here. It's um
1: it's exciting every like I had butterflies for those guys and I'm not even you know ah, I mean we just we just we're here we're out right on the field I mean I had my Queens hat on yesterday I had my awesome. Queen shirt on I was like a, you know I was like a you know a stalking fan this um, is uh, Ross's first year with the team this is Ross's first head coaching job too. yeah oh is it Okay. yeah yeah oh. he had been with um, Gardner Webb and then down at Jacksonville and yep. now nice yeah and he's you know certain people are built for leading young men yeah and it's he's that guy and i think we're gonna have him if we get everything set up we're gonna have him in here next week that's awesome but it's it was it was then they got some bodies out there man they got some you know there's some guys that are transferred out that got in a portal that wanted to come you know the whole eyeball test of the team is different from you know when a years ago with jack did and you always have to give mcdowell credit oh yeah because you know this whole i mean this all got started you know from scratch from scratch yep. and he you know he grinded it out and they were working out at springfield and they were trying to get you know the over to uh over in west charlotte side He's making his own uniforms work. and t-shirts mm-hmm. oh and my god, god i mean jack, jack did stuff it, yeah. i mean he, he you know he, he he did it all yeah and uh, Hung so his own cage i mean he did oh yeah. he, he you know yeah that that cage we that was sad taking that down in a way, but you know to Jack kind of like dude, that was an ugly cage yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but he you know it was always something functional, so never as going forward as Queen's program negate the fact that just that Jack McDowell's not here that he didn't have so much to do, yeah, because what Ross is walking into is a lot it's it's almost everything that you know that that you know Jack had you know between yeah. the group of us, there was a bunch of us that kind of put the foundation the thing, out, yeah you know, but here it is, and you know this thing could be here for 50 years or whatever. That's awesome. And, you know, so I I don't ever want you know anybody to think you know that you know Jack made a decision to go do something different. Um, that you know his legacy to this place is, is ever forgotten. because mm-hmm. it is. And it, he stepped up to the plate when no one had, wanted to, and he took it. He it took was, it. It was it that was an, it, believe me, it was it, it was an amazing grind to go from a club team. Yeah. To know that the next year you're going to be an NCAA team. And not being able to go out and recruit, really? That's. You know, bringing your staff together and, you know, and Jack's philosophies were, you know, were were a big league pro ball type of philosophies, and you're bringing younger guys in that have a collegiate, Mm -hmm. you know, ceiling to them. Yeah. And so things, you know, things weren't always copacetic, but. You know, they grinded it out together. They got it done, and, and Andrew here we Knight as well. Andrew Knight, yep. phenomenal. Down right? in Florida you know, now. He's down in Florida, right? Yep. Yeah, he's down. He's down <coughs> in Flagler. Yeah, flat, Flagler. Flagler. <laughs> yeah, and and he and he's a great coach. He's he's perfect for the college game. He's a grinder too. He's a grinder. He's a good kid. You yeah. know, it's you know, it's fun to watch. You know, like, you know, at one point Eddie Hull an assistant out here, played in our organization for a little bit. Andrew Knight played in our organization for a little bit. Um, you know, you you just see these different guys running around mm-hmm. that uh, that either played in your organization or you watched them come, through, them come through the charlotte right. baseball yeah. factory because it, it let's let's be real like this place has dudes man oh my god like this, this place has
0: players this the city is you know, this i mean state, it's a hotbed yeah this, this, state, oh, this state's phenomenal state i mean has dudes. Caroli- then if you put the, both carolinas together i mean north and south carolina with all the players that just produce i mean this state's yeah. definitely got a lot of dudes and especially yeah. the city's got phenomenal great ball players just yep. wish we just had more you know, it, it would have been more confined of having all the dudes we could have been competing, you know, oh, just
1: yeah. it's just it's so so go. many teams. So you have dudes and again here we go, I'm gonna go you know, you have dudes but you don't have the level above that as far as the coaching at the at the amateur level mm-hmm. to really um, warrant some of these guys having the dudes. Yeah. You know, there's good organizations in the city, there's no doubt, there's guys that deserve to have certain players play for them. But then you get outside this kind of, this niche, yeah. you know, of, I would say, if I had to guess, I would say, in the Charlotte area, four, five? Yeah. You know, that you would say, okay, that's, you know, you need to be there. I know three for sure, Yeah. could say four. Um, but then on the other side, then you get in, involved in guys that this is a business. It's become a business and you know you're just taking advantage of what you can get your hands on because, yeah. in the end it's the dollars yeah and not really are you a steward of the game are you taking these kids and making them better and passing them on to the next the next hierarchy yeah right. which is college of pro ball like to me that's our responsibility absolutely like, i want to prepare these guys to turn them over to these other guys like you know we're almost like staff sergeants right <laughs> in, the, in the marines like we're getting them ready we're grinding yeah. them out and you know this is how you are a soldier you know well, this is how you're a baseball player. So when you go on to you know, all these great schools in our states, in North Carolina and South Carolina, you're prepared. Mm-hmm. And if you're coming out of certain organizations, it's, it's identifiable. Yep. They know how to take the, they're know to they going to know how to practice. They're going to know how to play the game. They're going to the right do all the right things, which takes the pressure yep. off of a lot of these studs coming in mm-hmm. that haven't been developed. And I'm not just saying physically developed. Baseball, Mentally, yeah. baseball, development. baseball like, development. How is this game played? How do you prepare yourself? How do you be a student athlete? You know, how do you get yourself through the pack? How do you get yourself on the field as a freshman or a sophomore? Yep.
0: Yeah. Well, that's. I mean, I think that's the biggest compliment to a coach, right? When your players could go on to the next level and they could walk into a college campus, and that coach doesn't have to break them down and build them back up. Where he's like, this kid knows the game, so. He might not start immediately because he might not be physically strong enough to compete against guys that's 23 24 years old but he knows how to play and he's going to probably be a seventh inning guy or you know a pitch runner in a tight game i mean you know those are those are valuable assets if you know you got a guy that knows how to run the bases and you're you're you know you're far that can't run that well just hit a double you put him on second base you know if a ball is hit he's gonna he's gonna know what to do where to move sure. you know so so, as coaches, that's what we're trying to do to, for players to get to that next level as knowing the game, not only being good ball players, but also knowing how to play the game. Where, you know, a lot of the major organizations now are getting the top dudes, right? Like, just because you could throw 95 doesn't mean you could pitch. Just because you could, you know what I mean, you, you, you could hit 10 out of 10 in BP settings doesn't mean you could hit. There's a hole in your. You know, so.
1: Take go go go! Look at Clemson staff. Go look at South Carolina staff. Go look at Vanderbilt staff, and look at all the ninety-five guys that they bring in in the fall. And how many don't get through that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they jump out because yep. I don't care how hard you throw. You know, remember, it, 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 velo right now is elevating above hitting of at our amateur level right now because these kids are not again not physical enough to handle ninety-five. As soon as that athlete gets there and gets physical, and can match. You better be you better be spotting up and you better have more than one pitch oh, and how not about, just reaching back yeah. and throwing fastballs. How about the hitter that gets meets
0: the Velo, right? But not has an idea how to hit, right? Yeah, what is a, he what is he spitting on? What is he looking for? What is mm-hmm. he what what is he setting the pitcher up to, right. to for him to throw his pitch?
1: Then that's when pitching yeah. becomes pitching, right? Then you have to pitch.
3: Like then Jake Boyle for
2: example, Jake Boyna never blew anyone away, but he knew how to pitch.
1: No, but he'd set you up to blow you away. Sure. But he, but his Velo wouldn't, you know, he, right. he couldn't sit back there and go, I'm going to throw Three fastballs mm-hmm. right by you, mm-hmm. right? Not going to happen.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But he's going to set you up, and he's going to he's going he's going to sneak an eighty-five by you that looked like it was ninety-seven because mm-hmm. he set because he set you up, right? Um, I mean that's again. Uh, and, but yeah. that goes back to the development part. You know, experience plays a big part in coaching. Mm-hmm. Okay, and not just not just necessarily coaching. You can have coaching experience. And understand how practices sh- should be run, and you can get guys to do the fundamental things and and, and understanding. And there, and there's great information out there. The ABCA is yeah. going on right now, virtual. Yeah. Right? Yep. You go there. There's some guys that give some great stuff, and then there's some yo-yos out there that you're yeah. like, oh my god, really? But preparing these kids mentally because they know how to take care of themselves physically now. It's changed from what I played. Yeah. There's, there was no dudes coming out that are. You know, six two, one ninety five, chiseled, chiseled. You know, yeah. just these bodies are different, man. They're, they're men coming through here. That wasn't the process. We came out as better baseball players. Yeah. When we so now there's kind of an inversion that's going into the next level where the physical is going into the next level. So if you have the opportunity to be with somebody that can prepare you mentally, like we're talking about, you know, read, reading a hitter. You're a pitcher or a catcher. Reading a hitter, like he's he's not going to touch the outside pitch, yeah. or you know what, he's going to chase everything. So let's go off speed. That's right. Um, or, you know, taking taking the hitters at, you know, our 2023 team, you know, for instance, they're great. They've learned because they've grinded and grinded it into them. You know, we say, and I'll ask before the game, guys throwing cheese, what are we doing? Zone down, zone down. Okay, how far down you want to go? Depends how hard he's throwing. Mm-hmm. He's throwing 95, man. I'm going to take something off my shoe tops. Right. I'm going to go look that that deep into the zone, yeah. that down. Guy's throwing posture, he's got a little wrinkle, a little run. What are we doing? We elevate, we get inside, we go the other way. So now these guys have a mental approach already, and they're 2023s, they're sophomores. Mm-hmm. You know, that's going to carry them into the next level. Yeah. So that's part of the projectability piece that recruiters don't get to see. Yes. They only see the physical mm-hmm. at a showcase, at one event, at this thing. They don't get the, they don't get, the, get to see that. So when we want to call and say something, and we say, from our organization, high baseball aptitude. Mm hmm that means this kid's got it.
2: Yeah. You, know, he's you don't just, hear that word much anymore either, you
1: know, aptitude. No, you don't. It's,
0: it's how hard can he throw or you know, how fast does he run.
1: The, the, the sign of 2024. Now, don't get me wrong. There's, there's some 2024s out there that I definitely think, you know, that is extremely projectable. Yeah. Right. You know, that just looks, you know, it's, it's the part, it's physical, it runs, it understands the game. I mean, there's some of those guys out there. And then there's 2024 is being committed to Power Five schools, and right here in this in this area, that just, you know, from a baseball guy that's been here,
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, looking down, going overcommit, mm-hmm. not going to happen, not going to be there long. The feet's not there, the action's not there. It's stiff. Yeah, big body, great looking kid. Not running a sub 760. Never going to run a sub 760. You know. And all of a sudden, they're, they're committing these kids at twenty twenty four. Those aren't projectable kids, mm-hmm. and these are kids that are just bounced around from the show, show and go, show and go, whatever uniform fits them.
3: Yeah,
1: you know, whatever yep. uniform thinks that they're getting elevated, and they'll get those uniforms because these guys want to you know, win right now. They're physical. Yeah, they're you know they can handle this level of baseball, but when it, when when the game switches and it goes from just being physical mm-hmm. to being mental. Because at some point, everybody on the bench physically can do exactly what you can do.
0: It's from 13, 14, 15, it's the bigger guys dominate the game. Then 16, 17, 18 is also you got to have strength and size, but also you got to know how to play the game and everything else. is. Uh, those are the guys that stand out.
1: A very good friend of mine that coached with me and his kid's still in the organization. And I mean, and I mean a very good friend. Like if, I'm, if I pass, he's, he's speaking at my U to yeah. he's going he's gonna to speak. And <laughs> so when we were coming up, you know, we were playing on a small field and you're playing against these these teams that have the the large, the yeah. fat kid, yeah. that just drops bombs. Mm-hmm. Can't run, can't throw, can't do anything else. And he would always say, if find me a fat kid, I'll scholarship him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's the thing, when you, you know, when you're coaching from eight to 12, right? You're looking, you know, you always want the bigger kids because you know those bigger kids are gonna help you win games.
1: You want that if you wanna win games. Yeah, if you right. wanna win
0: games, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what you're looking for to win games, but yeah. not, to be a baseball team.
1: Yeah, we, we call them small field legends. Yeah,
0: small field, small field legends. Uh, and then then when when, when the game just transitions from the the, the 50, 70 to 6090, those kids are now mentally weak because those balls that they were hitting, you know, in the summertime and now in the fall, the center field is a can of corn and just catching yeah. it and throwing it back in and they don't... They don't know what to do. Here comes the athlete defending everything that you were yeah. able to do. Yeah, and, and now they and don't now want to play can, no more. Right. Now you, the game gets. Yeah. And now, now that's where the transition from twelve to thirteen is a yeah. big drop off because of you haven't learned the game, and now you
1: just don't want to play no more. So that is part of why we built this field. This third field is getting built because it's a transitional field. I think everything should be that way. I think it should be across the board across the country. The reason it, the reason it won't be that way across the country is because it's a, it's a poc, it's a gap of one year. Well, okay. I feel like it's the middle school year. That, should, that, that middle school 6th, 7th, and 8th grade should be playing on that. Yeah, they, they
0: should be playing should on be that playing that d- 80-foot bases y- yes. and, and a little
1: bit shorter than 60-foot miles. And
0: then introduction when they
1: get into JV should mm-hmm. be the, the 60-90. But they won't build complexes like we build complexes because that's not where the money's at. Mm-hmm. That's the true. money is the bulk goes from here, from this tiny little field that we have here That you yep. Know, yep. to the 60-90. Mm-hmm. And to your point, we lose players because... The ones that are big and where they'll hang around a little bit, it's the guys that are skilled but are way under physical yeah. that are projectable a couple years down the way, mm-hmm. but now they can't get a ball out of the infield. And, and they can't, you know, yeah. so they become frustrated with it or it's too much real estate to cover or throwing from 60 feet instead of 56 or 54, it's, it's oh, too much. It's max effort. So I'm going to go play basketball. I'm going to go play yeah. soccer. I'm going to go. Listen, and get a hit. From 13
0: to 14, I don't think he got a hit in the big field. Like, cause he had to go to drop three, BB car yeah. from, you know, from 12 to 13, he had yeah. to go to BB car. And now the field got bigger. I don't think he got one hit. Yeah. It was a, it was a tough year. I mean, and, and you know, it's, you know, how tough it is to try to convince a 13 year old, like, Hey, don't worry, just keep growing mm-hmm. and get better. And, you know, and it, I mean, he stuck with it, of course, Right. but it was just a matter of as a, parent coach i knew that he's only going to get better you saw it yeah but yeah, you know what it? i mean a lot of people just look at oh he's not getting a hit he's not good or you want to quit let's yeah. play basketball
1: we had we had a, we had a little uh, a kid when i was coaching middle school um jibs jb walters and he there's a perfect example of a kid that i don't know that he got a hit that year if he did he might have bunted for it mm-hmm. okay but you're watching this kid and this kid is a little dude heart's huge loves the game and all the skill set was there yeah he was just but you put him on the field every day yep and you go and he's gonna get discouraged and you gotta have somebody there that's just encouraging them saying listen you know you're gonna be okay man listen this sucks it's a game of failure this sucks man i know you're not gonna hit you don't feel like you're contributing but you're gonna be fine but it goes back to show you
0: of like coaching right like Coaches that know that this game is felt like you could go. How many times you went 0 for 10, or you didn't get a hit for like the month of August, right? Like, Never, but <laughs> oh, you got to get more than three at bats. No? Yeah, that's, right, that's right. But 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 you got to know that that happens, right? Yeah. Like where coaches look at a guy that's struggling, going 0 for five, 0 for six. You know what I mean? And then they just write him off and put him on the bench and don't play him for the next three weeks.
3: Yeah, can. What
1: happens to that kid's confidence? That's the key word. That's the key word because you're going to see these kids that are athletic. That a skill set that you know you're talking about experience and seeing and you can and, and and our eyes that are trained that have watched this process, yeah. can go. I don't care if your kid's bigger, stronger, whatever. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be what this kid is. Yes. In three to five years. That's right. Not going to be. Sorry. So he's going to take the field because he needs the reps. He needs to yes. develop. He keeps going. Yes. And then it turns into. You know it turns into what, what we see projectability wise because you see the athlete you see the baseball a baseball player moves a certain way
0: knows what to he do. he goes there,
1: he takes the throw a certain yes. way you watch these guys just like we can watch people warming up and go
0: mm-hmm.
1: good i can watch a kid get in the box setting himself up and go okay this is dangerous
0: listen we give you and showcase you get 10 swings you only need one swing one or two swings to know if the kid right. could hit right. the other eight <laughs> swings are just for hey you are paid your money you know go it, out there
1: <laughs> exactly and it Explaining to a kid that you can go up there and take five swings and foul them off the top of the cage or do whatever, and you look like a good baseball player. Yes. And in their mind, it's like, I didn't produce, of I didn't course. hit, you know, and I deal with, with that with Dylan. Dylan's that, Dylan's that guy. Like, dude, do you understand your, your skill set? Like, you go coast-to-coast range-wise. Mm-hmm. Arm is, is, is well above average. Your feet are well above average. Your hands are well above average, you know? So when you don't have the best round of BP... Baseball people see yeah. mm-hmm. like okay, you know, uh, I I mean guys in the big leagues don't have the best rounds of BP. Yep. I mean, but it's, to it's the point it's of the pressure of only getting ten swings in front of somebody, and if you don't nut ten 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 pitches, you think you failed in that day. Yeah. And and in reality, you have, because the eyes that are watching you aren't the most trained eyes. Yes. And yeah. it, and
2: some some of these kids aren't trained that way either. They're 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 only trained to take those like those hard 10 swings and be done.
1: You take hard 10 swings, you pop, you pop them up, you roll over, whatever, and you look in the stands and the dad's going, oh, yeah. oh. But his camera. Oh, with his camera. Him, yep. You know, Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you know, let's go break <laughs> this swing down and we're going <laughs> to mentally twist you up tonight and, you know, instead of just sitting there like walking up to the kid because the word was confidence. Yes. And it's amazing what you can get out of kids when they know that somebody is right in the lineup that's helping them develop believes in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: No, uh, I mean, and this is a personal story, and I mean, I, mean, I hope he's you know, not listening like, Dad, why are you, sto- you putting my stories out there? Ray, his 14-year-old year when he got selected for uh, USA Baseball NTDP, the first night after the team meeting, you know, everybody goes to the hotel and carry, and yeah. they meet, and you're meeting guys from all around the country. He calls me around 9.30, and I was at the hotel down the road, and he's like, Come over here. I need to talk to you. I'm like, this is the dad. No, this is Ray calling this is me. Ray, okay. Yeah, Ray at his 14. Ray, you know what I mean? He's Ray. this is the first day. So he calls me that night after the first meeting and all the guys meet, and um, I'm just so he calls me he's like, hey, can you come over here? Just you? I was like, oh, I was like, oh, what happened? So I run over there. I run to the hotel. He comes down. I'm like, what's up? He's like, I don't belong here. I'm like, what do you mean you don't belong here? He's like, we got catches from California that's throwing a 18. We got this guy from. Ohio, we got, we got, <clears throat> yeah. you know, we got so many. He's like, I don't belong here. I don't belong with these. These are the top forty players in the country. Uh, you know, uh, he's like, I was like, Ray, relax. You prepared. They selected you for a reason. You worked your butt off. You deserve to be here. Mm. Just go out there and just show what you could do. Don't try to do more than what you could do. Don't try to compete. Just do what you could do. And at the end of that week, I think he went like eight for twelve. He won uh, th- the best catcher of the week. He was in baseball. I mean, it was just, but. If you would have just went back, if, if I would have been that dad, you know, yeah. he was scared, I mean, but it was his yeah, confidence. But it was just it. a matter of we have to build confidence and make sure that so we are helping them
1: develop mentally. We wanted to talk about USA Baseball tonight, mm-hmm. today anyway, right? To a point, USA Baseball people don't give you gifts. No, no doubt about okay? it. Okay, Showcase Travel Baseball gives you gifts. We talked about it last week and I'll say it again. The poachers go after the better players because the players make the poacher look good.
0: Because they want to win that year. B-
1: because, that's all, because they yep. can't develop the kids. Mm-hmm. They, can't, they can't fix them. They can only help me you know, beat my chest and look at me when you did nothing. You just yeah. got a player that was already somewhat polished. Mm-hmm. Okay? You get into the, pro- the, the process of USA Baseball and you start to go through it. There is no you – know, you better be able to play or not be able to play. Your yeah. check is not going to get you – your checks going to get you an opportunity. Oh yeah, just a, okay. Just, yeah, it's not going to buy you away onto a team. Mm-hmm. So, when somebody like when somebody when you're talking to Ray in those situations, or we're talking to other players, when Andrew and I are out there, and you've been out there with yes. us, you know, we see certain guys that are not performing the way that we know they can perform, but yeah. you can see that it's in there. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's good at it too, man. It's just you know, it, it's a pat on the back. It's like, dude, nobody's nobody's letting you fall here. It's you know, relaxed. okay, yeah. It's yeah. trained eyes out here. That are so, Jack Leggett is is the. Coach 18, of the 18-year national team. Jack Leggett is one of the greatest college coaches ever in the history of our game. He sees it. He knows. That's you know, right. He knows what's going on. So it may not be your best day, but convincing these kids and keeping their confidence levels high. That's right. It's tough. Yes. It's work. And some kids you have to do that more to than, you know. Yeah. I mean, and I think,
0: you know, with the day and age that we're in right now just so much instant gratification you know everybody looks picks up the phone and they just see oh look at this guy this guy just hit three home runs you know what I mean I'm yeah. not I didn't hit any home runs so he must be better than me so it's not about what you're doing it's about what what they're looking out into the world yeah. and, and as coaches as parents as you know what I mean as you know mentors and leaders we got to make sure that we are helping these kids develop and grow not just saying hey you went four for four, you're great, and then you went zero oh for four, you stink. You know where it's a matter of like long term, and, and
1: they these kids are going to end up in situations that they think are better situations where they they've produced to get themselves there, or that somebody's seen them in that situation and like got to have that kid and they go after the kid. Yes, and then that kid gets in a, in a scenario where he's not having his best weekend, he's screwing up, he doesn't look like the same player. That guy is going to dump you in a heartbeat. He's not going to he's not going to play that game. That's why they're you know it's you talk about national level teams right yeah. forget the word national or you know elite or that's garbage it yeah. means nothing anymore mm-hmm. cuz everybody that has an organization says well i want you to play on my national team <laughs> like what national team there's a national there's, there's five national teams out there and we can name them five star um, canes canes you know go down a list out in uh, um, Texas, the, the uh, Banditos, yeah, right? Yep. Yeah, ben- you know, uh, the Scorpions down in Florida. And there's, pro- there's one more. CBA floor- out in California. The CBA out in California, right? So, you got five, like, legit national teams. Yeah. And all those kids that are playing on those teams are pretty much committed oh, yeah. already. And they're, they're potential draft, draft picks. picks absolutely. There's a pile of kids that are committed that are not going to even get close to those teams. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, when another organization says, I have a national team. You don't have a national team no you don't have a national team and
0: and and and, and you know and mm-hmm. we spoke about this before you know the the five teams that you mentioned right when these guys go onto the national circuit as far as like the wwba and the, the, the right. showcases and everyone is watching their game right and everybody's like man i want to they don't know the amount of pressure that those guys have playing right like they if they don't perform that day they're not getting
1: on the bus yep. yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah. It, it, it's a, got a big fat bus man petty's done a great job with that does a great, he, he, of course you know right. and and, and, then, and it's a it's a it's <clears> when those guys get there yeah. they
0: don't want to leave right so it's yeah. like you got i mean he's probably got the three best stops in the country on his team yeah right so who gets to play the they're goddess. all getting
1: swag they're all getting all sorts of yes. stuff but then so when you step down from that level and you start to get and and, and start to go into these organizations that are spread out and like i said uh, to me, the business model that he's put together, he's going to make more money than anybody at, at our level. Maybe not perfect game or anything like that, but you know, he's he's done a great job. Done and on great. top of it, he gets to go watch some of the best players in the world. Put and at make, that age, right in, in the, the, the lineup, world, lineup every year, every day, every day. You know, it g- goes out to do it. But then, so now you start to get down and you got, you know, these teams from those organizations running around North Carolina, running around the country, whatever, and they're not even, yeah, not even close. But you know. That's that's the allure of it, and then on top of that, we go back to the coaching of most of these guys. Petty's a good coach. Yeah, hasn't had the highest, but he and he experience. supports and he's got Andy, a great support. burst great coach, has some some, some yes. minor league baseball into him, right? You start to go into these other organizations. Um, you know, these guys have pro guys in that are projecting and, and developing kids, and they get and they get
0: the right core coaches around them as well. Like Petty gets, I mean, mm-hmm. Petty on his national team, he has he has oh. a strength coach that stretches the guys right. out, works Who them out. Who paid up. for that? I mean, yeah. Who yeah. paid for that? The, the other teams. All the other teams. Yeah. But <laughs> you know, but he puts he puts
1: yeah. puts the right guys to help yeah. those guys become hey. the best team out I'm, there. I'm all I'm all for all these other teams paying for those teams because you know what? you you're, you're it's, it's like shooting for the big leagues. Like I want to get on that bus. Yeah you should yeah. I want to pull up to I want to pull up to to Lake Point in the big black canes bus and I want to get off there and I want to feel something good. That's right. right. So everybody you know, sense that, so they should be paying for those guys because now you got yeah. something to work for so to don't, get up there. So don't yeah. don't get don't get don't get pissed off when that's how it get, that's how it is. And the other thing is, it's known. Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm I'm like hiding behind this curtain. Yeah, you know the bus is parking three miles yeah, out yeah, of the yeah, road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody speed yeah, down, come yeah, in yeah, here. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. No man, it's like psh, right in front. <laughs> park right in front. That's it. Yep. Everybody has to walk past that bus. Like I get excited because I got a little CBC sticker on the back <laughs> of my truck, and I would try to, I would try to park it strategically. <laughs> you know, or you see another buddy with another sign like in front of you, like a different, yeah. like I speed up and get in front of them, pull over. That's right. <laughs> and look, it's all about strategic marketing. What do you got,
2: Andrew? Um, n- not Not a ton. Okay. If anyone has any comments or anything, put them down in the comments. If yeah, you have any yeah. Questions we're changing or it up to 2021. Any, any topics you want, I mean, covered, we can We can cover them. But I do have a question for you, Ray. Yeah. If you guys were to go through the whole recruiting situation again, would you guys have committed to LSU that early?
0: Uh, I've, I've said it, and I've always said it. I, I don't think we've did anything. T- <clears throat> I would if, – if the opportunity, it happens again, yeah. I mean, because we – it was an interview process and we were in the interview process for over 15 months with LSU so it wasn't a matter of you know they seen him you know one day and the next day they gave him a call and he committed you know we we've gone down we went down to LSU three times before he even got an offer you know and they came to see him in several games and you know we, we we built a relationship you know with the coaching staff and everybody else so that was his dream school they wanted him he wanted to go there and It was something that he wanted you know and he got what he wanted so and listen it it wasn't a matter of any other like there were other schools on the you know that was that was in the running but that was
1: that was the number one that he shot for and we would have done so that goes there are there are certain players that Mm -hmm. are ready to do that sure if that's the environment because you can see that they're gonna they're gonna project to that right and Ray and Ray was one of them Justin Bess is another one. Yeah. You know, there's uh, I, I, on one of the uh, on the teams that Justin played for in Florida, there was a shortstop there that was committed to Florida State as well. Yeah. That kid, yes. You know what I mean? But other players that we've seen commit in the area here, it's. Mm. Now, now. Let me let me
0: now let me answer that question as a dad, right? Uh, as a coach, being a dad, should he have? No. Should he have waited to his junior year and seen more schools and found the best opportunity? I think he might have made a decision if he was a little bit older, to go to a school maybe in the Carolinas. You know? Closer to home. Yeah, closer yeah. to home. Yeah. You, know, at you gave a kid an opportunity at 14, 15 mm-hmm. years old, all these bells and whistles, mm-hmm. and that's what he wanted at that time. But if I would have wanted him to make that decision as a junior, a little bit more mature, a little bit, you know, knowing what he's doing, I think that's – if I would have had to change the process, if I could have – that's what I would have preferred, but
1: in this grand scheme of things, when you know when you when you're in the heat of it, you can't really wait. Yeah, and, and again, time is you know things have changed as far as where these recruiters are going, especially the Power Fives. You know they're not going to let these kids climb through you know climb up into their sophomore, junior years mm-hmm. and, and wait for them because everybody's oh yeah they're paranoid. But on top of it, remember that the Power Fives will bring in fifty-five guys in the fall. Right and have to get their roster down to 35. So some guys will go on the you know the red shirt, medical red shirt, whatever, and then the other ones will get called in that they recruited and said, mm-hmm. you know, you're this, that, and they're going to say, hey, man, you're not going to play here. You might want to go look at a JUCO, and we'll keep an eye on you. They're never going to keep an eye on you. Once you're out of the system, you're out of the oh, system. Oh, yeah, you're out of the system. So, you know, you've got you to be prepared for that. It, it it's, it's not easy to help these kids get to the next level. It's it's very difficult. Mm-hmm. One, you need you need the right reputation. Um, you better have the right talent that's going there, you know. And I say reputation, meaning you know you're gonna call and you're gonna have the respect of somebody else, and you're gonna have an equal respect to go. What do you got? And then and then those can those conversations can be very candid when there's a matter of respect. Listen, I have no room. I have no money. You know, I you know it's just I have that position filled. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. I mean, it's you know, I've had that, tried to have that conversation with 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 the guys in Maryland um, about Dylan. Dylan would love to go to Maryland, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but they didn't even realize Dylan was a 2023. And on top of it, they already committed X amount of infielders. So they're they're smart enough to say, "God, I'd love to keep it in the family," you know. Um, but you know, it's it's, it's not, not fair to yeah. Dylan. It's not fair to them. So, dude, I appreciate that. Candor. Absolutely. Um, and so you got to find those people out there that that has that level of respect, and you can handle. The I don't have it for you, and then but you got to be able to prepare to go back to the the player's family and say, listen, I got to tell my own son, there's no room. Yeah, you know, you know, there's the, the, that's not an option. So you know, we talked to the other schools, the other SECs and ACC schools that he likes too. Mm-hmm. It's just I I think it's because my father played at Maryland, I played at Maryland. Yeah. he would have loved to have been. Right. Third generation there and he would have went north how many kids down here want to go north yeah i don't <laughs> want to go north. north it's but cold <laughs> it, but i but i got a lot of respect for vaughn and swooping and those guys for, for they're some for, great coaches i tell you for that telling me that yeah you know for telling me that um and being candid like we would love to keep it in the family but you know it's there's no you know there's, there's no room here I, um, is
0: it, there's a place to, for everyone to play you know mm-hmm. i think you know i think uh <clears throat> coach Corbin over at vanderbilt just put out a tweet out the other day right he said uh know there's some d3 guys that belong in d1 and there's some d1 guys that belong in d3 go
1: watch his practice yesterday yeah go watch his practice yesterday i was talking to todd friedman from blast blast motion who was out here okay probably gonna looking to go down that possibly that down that road it it doesn't connect with wind though no i think they're 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 connecting with something else diamond kinetics kinetics, so we'll 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 figure that that whole thing out but you know we were because he played Division One baseball, Todd. And, you know, we're sitting here talking and I'm saying, look at the bodies out here. Look at yep. the players out here. Yep. There are draftable guys on this field that are not going to get the proper attention and less now than they have in the past because they've minimized the scouting departments, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So where are these guys going to go? Okay. So you have all these kids that, that, that they're baseball players, man. They're next level players. They may be minor league, maybe some creeping through the big leagues. Yeah the scouts are going to go to the power fives where the arms are right <clears throat> so the arms and the catchers go right? up the middle that's arms what we were catches. talking about yesterday well, yeah, yeah andrew was talking you know andrew was saying like, he thought that the what was you, what were you saying about the catcher I was i was saying
2: that's the biggest difference that i saw was between catchers from d1 level to d2 and i what's said, that just just catchability the, the level of yeah. catching
1: oh, okay the level of catching and i you know and, and again i said pitching but either way you flip-flop it right because you got big arms and you got somebody that can't handle big arms listen a, a catcher makes good. a
0: difference of a game yeah
1: definitely does but you know what the guy that's throwing the pill is the one that yeah sets the tone oh and yeah you know, and oh no no, no. so picture, he's, so he's, yeah so he's the one so to my point what we're talking about is they're good players in division three yeah if you're playing and we put the tweet out i don't care where you're playing if you got an opportunity to go play in college go you're play. a dude yep. you broke through the pack mm-hmm. yeah 5, 460,000 high school kids, right? 33,000 roster spots. 7%, at the level. right? You, yeah. you, be that part of that 7%, how is that going to happen? Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't care where you're going. And to your point earlier, you know, go where you're going to play. That's right. Because the odds or the chances of getting drafted even shrink even further. That's right. Yeah. And I mean, it, it, it's college
0: is a different experience when you're playing baseball than when you're just on a team. You know, when you're playing every day and you're, you're part of a winning atmosphere, or just a part of a team, yeah. and you're out there, yeah. you know what I mean. You know you're going to be helping, you know what I mean, the team do something. Yeah. It's a different world than every, going to a big program and just sitting on the bench.
1: Every every one of those kids in high school are thinking about college, mm-hmm. and then they get there right. Not every one of the kids that get into college are thinking about pro ball because it's an eye opener. Yeah. Right, all of a sudden you start to look around and go, man, I can't even crack this line. I was a dude on a national team, mm-hmm. a legit national team, and now I can't even crack the lineup, you know, at the school that I'm at. Okay, but I want to play baseball. Yeah, because there's there's a life to this thing. I don't care who you are. This guy's career ended. Yep. You know, Jeter's career ended. My career ended. Your career. Th- th- there's a life to all this stuff. When we pulled up today and they were pulling the tarp, right? Here's all these Queens guys out here pulling the tarp. I miss pulling know? the tarp. No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> no, no, no. I wouldn't want <laughs> to do it. But when no, in college, I was <laughs> watching people pull the tarp, right? <laughs> Listen, no. I was one of the guys that fell underneath the tarp. <laughs> <laughs> you know, especially when there's water or something on that uh, thing. You don't no, you it's don't heavy, yeah. You don't miss uh, pulling. But my point is almost everyone that was out here left except for about a handful of kids. And it's raining. Mm-hmm. And it's freaking 30 degrees out here. And some of those guys stayed here to play catch. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so that's th- uh, those, are the, those are the guys, man, I love this game, and I'm going to go, I just want to play catch. Yep, you know. And yeah. then others are starting to see, like, okay, I did my job. I need to kind of, I just want to go back to the room. I want to eat pizza. I want to go lay down. Yeah, I'll play catch later. Yeah. It never happens. So and and yeah. so, but if you get to this level, you know, absolutely.
0: But, the,
2: but that helps the program dynamic because you have those guys and the other guys who are walking out saying, oh, they're playing catch. I should really probably play catch, but I'm going to go home. Maybe next time they join them. You maybe know? they do.
1: Yes. Yeah. You, you always need that guy on the team that pushes them. Yep. You know, I, I I felt like I had that ability. Like I was never the superstar, mm-hmm. you know, maybe in college you you would label, you know, coming out of the draft and going into that as far as the ACC goes. Like I was one of the higher level players in, in, in that situation. Then I got into pro ball and I was never a superstar anywhere I went. I mean, I was one, maybe one of the better players on the field. Yeah. But I wasn't the guy that did tout like that's going to change our major league program for the next 10 or 15 mm-hmm. years. So you have to have that guy that's going to come out and work his ass off, Mm -hmm. that's going to play the game the right way, that's going to hit a pop-up, he's going to run, he's going to go. I I could never take a day that I was able to put a uniform on for granted. Couldn't take a day off. I couldn't take a day off, right? So I always had to do the right thing because the last thing I needed somebody to say is, that dude's lazy. That dude doesn't show up. That dude doesn't want to play. The you day know.
0: you took a day off is the day the general manager was at the game watching. I bet. <laughs> the, the,
1: the day I, I'll tell yeah. you when I took the day off was when I when I decided that I wasn't going to go back and play. Yeah. Because I started taking days off in the off season and I'm like, it's over. Yeah. And no, that's just I can't physically. I can't compete at that level anymore, especially at 160 pounds and 510. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it took every ounce of me to go for 14 years. Yep. And compete and prepare every single day, and then you get home one one off season and, yeah, you know I should go hit today. I and mean, I'm a big man. I don't mean, to, you know. And then yeah. all of a sudden, you know, the, the call comes because we were in the strike, and the call comes and hey, we want everybody to come back. And I'm thinking, I can't go compete against a 21 year old kid. I'm mm-hmm. not. I'm. It's 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 over. That point is over, and I can't go ahead and. Maybe mentally I can help that kid, but I can't physically push him. Yeah. I can't go out and take 150 ground balls every day again. That's right. For another year at 35 years old. Can't do it. That's right. That's right. But
2: what else, Andrew? Well, we got some sad news this morning, right, when you walked in. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, that was uh, my my buddy Billy Raines um, texted me as I went out to the car to get my phone and come back that Tommy Lasorda passed away. And, uh, listen, baseball icon, been there forever. Mm -hmm. You know, World Series manager, you know, player, coach. Minor league coach. He's done everything across the board, and um, I, so I was in the Dodgers organization. My LaSorda story, and early in my career, I mean early in my life, um, I was not the easiest kid to manage. You know, I was over aggressive. I was type A personality. I was, you know, I'd call you out on the bench, or I'd, you know, I'd, I'd trying to, you know, I was, I was, I was, I was the guy that people would say. I hate to play against you. I'd love to have you on my team, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. I was just, just a jackass, yeah. you know. But I want about my business better than any, anybody else. I felt, you know. Um, so I was in the Dodgers organization. Um, never been called up to the big leagues. I was Rule Five by them, so they spent a bunch of money to get me over there. They, instead of being in AAA where I had been the year before with uh, the organization I was with prior to that, and they couldn't move some guys at the higher level so they had to the, everybody the domino effect and you know you're going down to San Antonio to play shortstop you know I'm like you know now I'm I'm, I'm not happy with that you know but I go down there and I make an all-star team um you know I'm having a, I'm, I had my best season offensively I hit, ended up hitting 304 that year never hit over 300 mm-hmm. any other year in the minor leagues and we're playing a doubleheader and the unwritten rule in the game is if somebody's going to the big leagues that's never been to the big leagues before, you get them off the field. Mm-hmm. You don't jeopardize that, that one opportunity, okay? So they know before the doubleheader that I'm going to the big leagues. Start game one, play game one. No big deal. Great. Have a good game. You know, I got pictures. They had this, this, uh, this, I don't know, this, you mess with the fans thing and they put bowling pins on the <laughs> field and I'm bowling in my uniform and everything. Game starts, next game starts ball hit the middle, up the middle, I dive, I dislocate my shoulder, separate my shoulder, right? But I don't know that I'm going to the big leagues. I have no idea that they've already, you know, they've made the arrangements and so, you know, I I come off the field, I go in the clubhouse and um, Craig Shipley is there. And Shipley was in the big leagues and they sent Shipley down from, their team was in Montreal and they were gonna call me up and I was gonna meet the team as they were heading back to LA, right? So I walk in the clubhouse and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm all wrapped up and I'm like, "What are you doing here?" And uh, he goes, "What do you mean? What am I doing here?" They, you know, they sent me down. They're calling you up. Well, I went kooky and tore that clubhouse apart. No
0: way. Yeah.
1: So that was not a good thing. No. You know? And again, my attitude and stuff like that. And we were we were not winning. I think we went like 0 and 20 or something like that. We went through this horrible, the worst streak in in my life and you know, now I'm playing, I'm playing hurt. This is after I got back, he yeah. went back up, you yeah. know, and now I'm, you know, he stayed up and I'm I'm down there and, you know, I'm I'm. I'm bitter, man. I'm like, I'm bitter, I'm playing the game the right way, but I'm not, yeah. you know, and you know, the guys on the team are not, we're in this O street and I'm calling them out and I'm threatening them, you know, I'm doing all kinds of things <laughs> that you don't want to be doing. Yeah. And, I, and I learned, so end of the season comes, hit three oh four, all-star team, you know, lead the league in fielding, shortstop wise, do everything I'm supposed to be doing, I'm like, dude, they called me up once. I'm going. I got a September call up. I'm going to the big leagues. Yeah. I'm walking in the club. I was like, yeah, you know, you know. I'm thinking, I'm, 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 I'm peacock now, right? Yeah. I get called into the to the manager's office. I'm thinking, okay, he's gonna give me my plane ticket, and, you know, <laughs> and I'm gonna go up and whatever. And I walk in there, and the manager says, um, you know, I know you think you're going to L.A., but you're not. And I'm like. And now, so you got to be kidding me, man! I'm the best shortstop in the league. I'm the best shortstop in you know, yeah. in the Texas league. I should be, I should be starting in LA. Like this is my mentality, right? <laughs> and he said, "Yeah, maybe, but uh, LaSorda doesn't want to manage your personality." Ooh. Right. Yeah. So, back up. Um, they don't protect me on the forty-man roster. I become a free agent. So that whole winter changed my mindset in terms of, are you you know. Go. How I how I am, how I approach the game, what my, what the perception is of others, and um, you know, talent didn't negate anything. Mm-hmm. You know, it was you know, the, yeah, this kid can play. Keep moving them on, keep moving them on, keep yeah. moving them on. But then all of a sudden, it's just like you don't mentally, you don't you don't fit into the makeup of the team, and the manager does not want to manage your your personality. So tapered that down. Whatever got to the big leagues, obviously, you know, I, I, we still had brawls and fights, and you can see that <laughs> all over the place and things like that. But you know, that I learned how to package that, yep, and use it in the right in the right place at the right time, and not. So so, I ran into Lasorda a couple of years ago up on Long Island. We were doing something at Baseball Heaven with the with USA Baseball, and um, he was there with Eric Karras, and they were in the same hotel, and. You know, this is years since I've been playing. And I walked up to Tommy, and I said, Hey, Tommy, you know, hope you're doing well. Jeff Schaefer, and boom, remembered everything. Went through the whole thing, yada, yada, yada. You know, we started talking, and I never said, Hey, man, you screwed me. <laughs> you, know, you screwed me out of the big leagues, dude. I need to, like, beat your old ass right here. <laughs> you know? But, no, it was was, was very classy and, um, and remembered. So, you know, he passed today, another baseball legend that mm-hmm. – uh you know, it's moved on. We're at that point where, man, it's it's it's, it's, it's tough. Every day you wake up like, who's who's next? Yep. Click, click. Yep, you know.
2: Yeah, I posted on Facebook. I said, can we refresh 2021, please?
1: Oh, just can jump. we refresh no. already? <laughs> no. Well, I want to <laughs> jump into 2022 yeah, already. I don't
2: know. 2022. <laughs> yeah, let's exactly. go to 2022. Sure, the yeah. meme of the guy that says, hey, here's the five days of 2021. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah,
1: it's, it's, oh, my God. I I don't know. I don't I don't want to go down the political the, the little realm. I think we... One thing I will say about all this stuff that's gone on if they can get into the Capitol, the security on every other place that we go as a public is going to be oh my god, mm-hmm. through the roof, yeah, through the roof, yep. And you know, we can sit here and we can say whatever we want about you know, Republicans and Democrats, and you know, don't forget what happened in the summer and don't just point to all this. And you know, we can, we can go down, I don't want to go down that road, mm-hmm. you know, I just want to. Figure out how how we're gonna move forward. And, that's it. You know, Everyone yeah.
2: needs to sit at a round round table. Yeah, yeah.
1: there's no. It, it's not gonna change. Not gonna change my view uh-uh. politically on how what I think got done and what I think is right and what I think is wrong. I mean, I think the whole you know election. I think you know that's that's opinion, right? That's mm-hmm. you know, that's it. But it, as far as how do we make it, you know, where we are sitting down at a round table again mm-hmm. and we are having a, having a debate, but.
0: Just hope after you know what we you know as as the country and the world seen all the, uh, the other day that as us Americans U.S. citizens we become one again right yeah. like we put the us in the U.S. and just yeah. become united instead of you know what I mean like pointing the fingers at you know you did this and you did that at the end of the day. We're the ones that's losing, yeah. and we're the ones that yeah. are. the world was looking at us, and we're like, look at those clowns. If, if, the,
1: if, the, if the current administration doesn't prove that they can do that, we're in for a, we're in for a world for oh, yeah. because this is going to happen again <coughs> in four years. It's going to yep. be crazy. So, um, I
2: think the only thing I'll say to that whole situation, I mean, I saw a lot of people on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, saying, if you support this, defriend me. If you support this, defriend oh, yeah. me. On both sides. Yeah. I mean, it, to me, it's like, if you don't surround yourself with people who challenge how you think, then... And you just surround well, People, people that say
1: now, are the ones that have forgot everything that's in the past. They've forgot the whole summer. They've forgot burning down the cities. They've got, you know, storming, you know, government buildings, you know, in, inside the, uh, the cities. Don't even, don't even, that, to me, that's ignorance. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's, not, that's not stepping back going, hey, yeah, that was wrong on June 6th and the whole summer was wrong. Okay. Mm-hmm. Throw out the high, throw out the low. Let's create the average and mm-hmm. let's go. Mm-hmm. And let, let's get after it. But that, I mean, again, if we start going down a political. Rabbit hole here. That's, we're not gonna. We're that's, not going That's the one thirty session. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, a, yeah,
0: you, you and the yeah. babe. You, t- yeah. The babe. The yeah. babe
1: is coming over. He got the headset. He's ready to come in the one thirty session. Yeah, ex- exactly. Um, got BIC stuff coming up. Yes, we the have pitcher the uh, the picture catcher camp coming up at the, the the 30, at the end of the month. At the end of the month. The indoor facility. We're waiting for the lights. How's, the, how's to come that in? coming? Oh, the bricks up. We got uh, um,
2: how much? How many pounds of turf you think we put in there? Oh, dude. Ten thousand. Let
1: me tell you. Heavy equipment is an amazing thing <laughs> okay, because we couldn 't get the trail all the way back here, and it 's all no. mud and everything around oh, in yeah. th- the field, yeah, but there 's this machine out back that has tires as big as this table, and yeah. it just climbs through <laughs> the mud and it, and the, the 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 boom on it extends fifty five feet, mm-hmm. so we had turf in the back of a fifty five foot truck oh wow, and this thing 's got this needle on it you know a big steel needle, and you know you get it in and then you lift it up and then you, and then you drag it in and then rolling the turf and we had to put it into the building through a window. We had all these Queens guys out there helping. You know. We were sore that d- night. <laughs> there was there was no way in the yeah. world if we didn't have that machine and those those oh, you know geez. could you imagine building a pyramid? Like with a rope. You know what? pulling pulling a rock up the thing. Yep. Have you seen have you seen that um I sent you that video. They're pulling this big boulder, like eighteen guys oh, like yeah. in, in a loincloth and stuff like that. And they're pulling this boulder up like this. Yeah and there's this guy sitting behind a rock and he's watching them and he's like, okay. And he starts to chisel, right? Chisel this thing out and whatever and, and he makes this wheel, okay? Pretty cool, right? Like, look at that guy, man, innovative. And then it stops, it blacks out, then it comes back, you turn the wheel over, put a pole in the middle and there was a chick dancing around the-
2: <laughs> 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 Oh <laughs> it my like, God. That thing's outstanding, man. <laughs>
1: that, was, that, was out, that was outstanding, but
2: we hope to be in there by the end of the month no we're gonna be in there by oh the yeah, end of the yeah.
1: Month. we're gonna be in there by the end of the month um we're waiting on the garage doors and the windows the electrician has got it. it all wired and yep. stadium you know, again, seating going in stadium seating going in for the uh mm-hmm. so that'll be cool so when they when queens opens up at home we'll have the whole stadium coming off the front end oh nice um, got
2: to go ahead for the third field right
1: third field be done by june by june lights yeah. too lights on that field yep why why, why are we putting on lights on that field Just because of the way that it's set up, that we once we get that field built, there's going to be nowhere to bring trucks and things like that in. Okay. So we need to do that, Um, and we're probably you know we're going to light all three fields. Okay. The the sixty ninety field at some point we're going to have to take the truck across the outfield. Yeah. To you know to set thing set everything up so um, that it's all coming it's it's all coming together. It's tough because you know people come out here and go this is freaking beautiful right which it is the fields are amazing. Eddie Buskey and EA Sports Fields have done a great job. He's educated everybody out here how to take care of it. Mm-hmm. We're educating the Queens guys. We were watching them yesterday. They did a good job understanding that you know this is, you know this is everybody's facility. Yeah, you know it's just not it. it's just not ours. It's like you know you, you got to take pride in this place sure. and and realize what you have. Um, but you know all the all the fields will be lit. That'll be the easiest one to you know to put the lights up before we put the fences and everything. Mm-hmm. You know it it it'll just it'll it'll work that way and but watching this thing grow from field one and you know you're like wow that's amazing and then after a period of time and you see other fields now we come here and we see the mud mm-hmm. you know now we see you know the bricks all over the place and you know it's kind of like let's get this thing done yeah done and, um, up. and we are listen you guys are out there listening this is all nonprofit profit we have programming that's going forward as far as our reading classes, um, the underserved community, CMR, and Morris's, Morris Madden's group with, with the RBI program. There's a lot of kids out here that are getting a lot of attention. We did the HBCU mm-hmm. uh, showcase out here. Six kids off of that offers. Nice. Yeah. Com-
2: community so. engagement events out community here. Community
1: engagement yeah. events out here. We've had uh, Wounded Warrior mm-hmm. uh, out here playing softball. We've had the local police out here playing softball. So, you know, you may show up on the weekend and see it looks like a tournament type of you know, thing that's going on, you have no idea what's going on during the week. Yes. Right. You know, people are like, Well you said you do well, Yeah, dude, we're doing it and beyond. You have no idea. We have classroom upstairs for a reading program from grades one mm-hmm. through five. We're building a community room inside the indoor facility for us to even do more educational pieces nice. up there. So, you know, all these things are going on. So, you know, uh, you know, they come down here, well, you know, this is non profit this is not holding you supposed to be doing X, Y, and Z. You have no idea what goes on when these lights go out. Mhm. You know, and who's showing up in that building up there, and who's teaching these kids how to read, or who's determining, you know, where we can make a donation to, or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it's a naysayer. It goes back to like when we're talking about knowing people in the city and the baseball people, and everybody everybody has something to say about everybody. Of okay? course, you know. I listen, and I always feel like if you if you're sitting at the top of you're doing things right, you're always going to be a target, yes, sure. one way or another. And there's and there's other people in the city that are targeted, it you know people that don't even know me or know you like we know each other right have something to say that's right. don't say a word about me until you know me that's right and if you don't like what you once we've sat down and gone through it then say whatever you want that's right you know and you know as somebody that, that had run an organization here in the past you know same thing i said you know I, i'm going to say what i want to say about you because i'm going to tell you to your face you're a piece of crap you know, so you know that I know that I said that. I'm not saying that behind your back. So now when I go out and somebody asks, I'm going to tell them what I think because mm. I've spent time with you. I know. That's it. Okay, but if I haven't spent time with that guy and I'm saying that, then that's shame on me. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but it's a great baseball world we live in. Right? <laughs> I mean, it's it. This is people don't understand how vicious it is. Oh, it's you a, it's a, you know, it's not a, pr- I mean, you've dealt, you've dealt in, it, you know, in the school levels and all these other levels with people that just, you know, they, they got to, Either there's a jealousy in there, or there's something not so. Everybody, everybody just sees, you know,
0: everybody. Oh, your son committed it, but they don't. I mean, like, the the ten percent of the success and the the the, the highlights of race career has mm-hmm. been ninety percent of like. Like just evilness, as far as like yeah. mm-hmm. just the the crap talking and yeah.
1: whatever. And it's uh, at the end of the day, no one should ever talk about a kid. It's t- nobody should ever talk about a kid. And then the situation is, you know, re- in my opinion, Ray's going to sit and, play and catch him in the big leagues someday, or he has the opportunity to do that. But when you're in the eye of the storm, yeah, and you got to deal with these people, and you got to look at these people, you know, it's just it it it's it's sickening. It's disheartening. Yeah, you know, because this is what about? Because then it becomes about the adults. Hmm taking shots at kids, mm-hmm. doing things like that, instead of, you know, we're doing this for the kids. Yep. You know? And that's we're it. it for we're for them we're, to enjoy the game. We're stewards of the game. That's 99. it. 99.9% of these kids are not going to play beyond a certain level. Yep. And, you know, you want to make people stewards of the game. You want to enjoy what what, what is ahead. Our friendships. I mean, it's, it's amazing when you sit on this end of the game, okay? And you look back, and you don't look back and think about, oh, this win and that win and I did this and I did that and all that. You People think you came that, across. I hung out with you, you know? I mean, I got, you know, Trent Mangiero, Steve Springer. I mean, every single day now we're we're, we're holding each other accountable <laughs> for certain things. That's good. You know, it's, it's great. I mean, uh, Brian Holman who one pitch away from a perfect game that, you know, took me down to, uh, that asked me to come down and do the fantasy camp. Yeah. You know, uh, great friends. I mean, you go through Matt Sinatra Craig Detweiler that was the traveling secretary. Jim Street who was a reporter. Yep. Um, you know, I mean, these are these are those are the gifts that we're going to get from this game. That's right. Play it, enjoy it right now. It's for the kids, mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with us. We're the supporting cast. We mm-hmm. brought that up. I don't know. Now, now we're on a soapbox. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's you know, because it's passion. That's it. You know, I love this game, I love what this game has given me. You, same thing. I mean, it's it's it, this game has given me more than if somebody would told me in the beginning. You're not going to be the wealthiest. You're going to play in the big leagues, but you're not going to make a bunch of money doing it. But your your gifts from this game are going to become treasures for other people. Yeah. They're going to come yeah. from human beings. Oh yeah, get out of here, man! I just want money, man. I want money. I want money. I want, to be out. I want to drive a car. Yeah, you know? like look, he's a big leaguer. You know, that's right. And then in the end, it doesn't matter because people don't even remember or even know that I played in the big leagues, mm. right? I mean, I've been removed from the game longer than I've been in it. People barely even know who Cal Ripken is. That's true. Yeah. People hardly even know who Ken Griffey Jr. is.
0: Well, you know? Somebody walking
1: in, they're probably like, who's that guy? Well, that guy everybody knows. <laughs> yeah, well. This is a candy well, bar know. named yeah. after him. Uh, Baby Root. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, but, all right. Got anything else on the. on the? No, no, nothing? we're good. We're, we're good? good.
2: Yeah, we're, we're, well, no such thing as tired. All right, so yeah, B-
1: BICShowcases.com. If you guys pitch a catch a cam, listen, we are not poachers. No. Okay. Oh, we're doing this. Yeah. Is it part of the business? No doubt about It's part of our business. We're li- going to live stream it. It's an opportunity for whoever you play for. I don't care who you play for. Come in here, I'm not gonna go call your parents up that's or right. have a friend of a friend call you up and say you need to come play here. You know, we're mm. not gonna, uh, that's not our makeup. We're here for everybody that's in the game to that wants an opportunity to get better or wants an opportunity to get exposed. All right? That's right. We don't go that route, yep. okay? Your email may be in our database and when we run camps and clinics or- trials, get an email. Tra- an email's going out. Yep. It's, it's just a blast. But, you know, we're not here, like, stalking your kid and, you know, (laughs) somebody tells you don't go there. People don't want to come here because they don't want to see what we have. Right. That's one of the reasons other people say, no, you don't need to go there. People don't want to go to USA Baseball because, you know what, it it takes them away from making that other guy look better. Yep. You know, no, you can't go do that this weekend because we have a tournament. What do you have a tournament for?
0: There's no coach that ever should say not to do a USA Baseball event because, Every kid's dream is to always put those three
1: letters across the chest. So I, I hope the things that we're saying here, Ray and Andrew, we know that we're saying these things because people are thinking them, just other people don't want to say them. Yeah. So I'm okay being the bad guy. And you got the two New Yorkers that, like, you know. And we, we're turning them into a New Yorker. Yeah. We're trying, <laughs> we're trying. Except got you know Ray? He eats pe- white pizza, no red sauce no on red it. No red sauce. What? He like probably the, eats it with a fork. Uh, oh. If listen,
0: he eats it with a fork, it's you, you can't, can't get
2: anything
1: on you if it's,
2: it's not red it, sauce. Listen, I'm like 30% Italian. I eat red sauce. I just have an allergy to it now. All right. This is oh, an analogy, dude. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, yeah. I got
0: it. All right, all right. Yeah. That's, 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 but if the fork is totally, no, no, I'm not, never, I don't do anything with the fork. <laughs> if you eat pizza with a fork, eat, don't ask, say hello hands.
1: to me. Eat pasta <laughs> 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 That's an animal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's outstanding. That's oh. outstanding. All right. Well, uh, that was a good one, man. That yeah. was, uh, appreciate 2021. People, people listening to our rants and, you know. What and, show was this, Chief? One point something. 1.2. 1.8. 1.8.
2: You That was a
1: guess. I'm going to buy a lottery ticket you right now. You get to take
2: a picture with Babe
1: now. Uh, and we did the other day. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah. The Bambino. It's amazing. We'll, we'll, we're happy to have the Babe with us, too. And if you've got any questions, his headset's on. Yeah. He can, yeah, uh, he can listen. He can hear he, it. He can listen. He's in. coming really in at
0: one thirty, and you can talk to him. Yeah. Talk to he him. Talk to yeah. him. He'll listen. He's a good listener. He's a good listener. a great
1: listener. But we want to thank everybody. Um. You know for watching us on facebook live for listening to our podcast when you're driving down the road yep Yep. um you know we keep trying to grow it and we are growing it so you know please enjoy it it. please share it we have fun comment you know do whatever um just you know stay engaged with us we're gonna speak the you know the truth as we see it yeah and um ray we're we're it's 2021 But there was only five days in twenty twenty one, right? So, yeah. you know, we, we're not calling people out. We calling people out, or you know what? It's, it's, it's been a tough week. It's been a tough week. everybody's still sensitive right now. Let's, yeah. wait. let's wait. a couple yeah. more weeks. So listen, we're all one. Um, yeah, you know, keep your views, but don't don't point fingers. Absolutely. And don't don't judge on that stuff. It's That's like right. Like I said, one of, one of my closest friends in the world out there is a Democrat, and I love him to death. And we, you know, we'll start a little bit of banter and then we'll stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we'll go from there just understand and, you know, my daughters, yeah. my daughters are Democrats. I mean, Casey's like, well, Dad, I don't hear you talking about Trump today. You know? <laughs> yeah, well, I don't hear you guys talking about this summer either, you know, so, you know, come on. Oh, um, man. And, then we, and then we stop. But see, they, but they can hang me on because I'm not going to go down that road. I'd much rather sit down and, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and, and drink and have a good time and, you know. Be normal. And be normal. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, be tough. Everybody That's be it. tough. Be thick-skinned. So we appreciate you listening to the Schaefer Baseball Report. And we will do this again when Andrew next Friday. Friday yep. yep.
2: In the bar. On the bar. In the bar. We'll That's have it awesome. in the bar. Look, look this will be to. in
1: the bar. Okay. Peace go. out, everybody.